Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, a director at Oz Marketing uh, and sales noob still. I think we decided uh, recently that I might be like a one tick above sales noob. Yeah, sales noob A. Sales sales noob Who can look in my a. eyes and ask rapport questions. <laughs> That's right. I am. Uh, with me as always, Oliver Young, operations director at the Young Automotive Group, Brad Taylor, corporate trainer at the Center of Excellence. And with us again is Travis Holt, the general manager at the Young Ford store in Ogden, Utah. Uh, Travis, you are here because you are a hugely influential guy, and I absolutely think that you've got a lot of influence to bring to this podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the influence that you're bringing and uh, the topic that you've brought to us today. So that, did you see that? Segue? Yeah, that was that was Incredible pretty awesome. Segue. That was the handed and disgusting, is what that segue <laughs> was. That was awesome. <laughs> but let's get into it. So the thing is, and and one of my uh, reasons that I've been successful has been my sphere of influence, the the people that I've decided to associate myself with, uh, and then going through and and figuring out people that maybe didn't fit that or how I wasn't fitting that for, for people around me or really myself. One of the biggest things with sphere of influence, I think, is perception is reality, right? And so the, the top five people you, you spend your time with, that's, that's your reality. That's, that's what's going on, on, on on whatever it is that you see in life. Or it can be different things in different areas, right? It can be, here are my five people I spend the most time with at work, and this is why I feel this way about work. These are the five people I spend my most time with at home. Uh, and that's why I decide not to watch the news or or do, right? And then I have something to complain about. Uh, so. I think that's interesting. I, I swear I've heard a quote that sends, that says, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future. Mm, that's an interesting. Quote. I like that. That's huge. And, and uh, that's really what I want to get into is... Uh, for me, your work life and your home life are, are kind of your work life and your home life. But one thing that, that was really transformative for me is realizing when this was a career. And at that point, those things all merged together, right? One one real eye opener was just reading books. I, I read, but I didn't read a book and then start another book and then start another book. And this guy uh, moved in with me, and he was a huge reader. Brad Taylor. He's Brad pointing Taylor. over to Brad Taylor. And honestly, that was a huge change in uh, my home life was just we all decided to read. So, so Brad lived with me and my girlfriend at the time, and we all got library cards, and we were always reading something. And that was a big catalyst in uh and change for me in in what I was doing and where I thought I would would go in life. Brad, what have been some experiences with you with, with sphere of influence? Yeah, well, first off, having a library card is cool. So it is if you cool. if you it don't have totally. a library card, get out there and get one. And what Travis is alluding to is during some transition in my life, uh, I needed a place to live, and uh, Travis opened his home to me. And although we work together, now we live together, and we took that as an opportunity to have a positive influence on each other. I'm glad Travis did that because uh, Brad needed some positive influence <laughs> during that time. You know, it was it was a huge transformer for for all of us. Uh, Becca included. We all really grew in that experience. Yeah. And uh, the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you intentionally surround yourself with will have a huge influence on what you do and what you will be. Because we start picking up 
the habits of the people we're around. You'll find yourself talking and saying phrases like the people that you work with. And, and those things just tend to happen over time because we are so uh, influenced by everyone around us. Oliver, have I got you swearing yet? Oh, man. Because I, I drop a lot of Fs in front of Oliver. <laughs> and I'm I, just hoping he, I hope they catch on. <laughs> They've caught on, Tim. <laughs> I'm trying better to not do it. But why this is so important to sales is how often in sales is it easy to just be swept up by the, the things that are just happening? Right, you get swept into uh, up in your relationships. You get swept up into your into your friends or whatever. And does that affect you? Uh, and I think Travis, that you you were saying something really interesting where you're like, uh, you know, you have your work life and you have your family life, and and you saw them as separate. And I, it's funny how we play that game. They're not separate. If you go, if you have a rough life at work, do you go home and you're like, all right off and now home life on not it's, at all it's not it's going they're all going to run together right and as we as we have things in our life that affect us in one way they'll affect us in the entire in the entire life so when we have friends that are bad influences or connections that are bad influences or even coworkers that are bad influences those bad influences will carry through the 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 right. If somebody wants to game all night long and makes you late for work, is that going to affect your work? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right. At the same time, if you have, if, you know, and this this has happened to me more times than I'd like to admit, but you have a bad day at work, you have a rough day at work, mm -hmm. and you bring that home with you, and it doesn't only. Uh, damage your night. Absolutely. It damages, you know, your partner's night. It damages, if you've got kids, it might damage their night. Yep. So yeah, those things absolutely bleed into each other. We're told so often to guard our associations, right? Be careful who you hang out with, what influences you allow into your life. In the sales world, specifically on the automotive side, typically the person at work that has a lot of time to spend with you is probably not the person that you want to learn anything from. Yeah. The person you want to have influence you is the person that's constantly with a customer that's continuously doing good activities uh, because that has such an influence on the person that you're going to be. But it's so easy. You've had that, you've had that customer, you were with them for three hours. They weren't the nicest, but you figured out a way to, to make something happen. And then uh, we find out due to something out of our control that they can't buy the car or something didn't work out. And I just spent three hours with this person. And who's the easy person to go talk to? The guy that's been sitting around moping about how his weekend was, right? And then you get with that guy, that person, and you have that conversation of, man, this place sucks. This is no good. That customer just wasted my time. The desk manager didn't want to help me. Mm -hmm. And that other person is right along there with you. And it just feels good to be there in that moment. But what happens when that next customer walks through the door or what happens yeah. when you get home? It's, it's recognizing that that's not necessarily a good thing. And then you carry past all it. that garbage well, and, with and, you. And what you've just done is you've created an echo chamber, right? Where, where you've projected negativity onto somebody else who, 
uh, is receptive to that negativity and they're projecting it back at you. And now it's an echo chamber and now you're going to create a self-fulfilling prophecy where, oh, this is just a negative space. I'm, 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 I'm in a negative sphere of influence. And, and let me give a shout out to a, a group of people that have done a really good job creating a positive sphere of influence because it is very easy to go down that rabbit hole. And most sales floors go down that rabbit hole. Why? Because they want somebody to cry to, um, the honey badgers. So uh, Dodge Morgan, that whole team, they've done a really good job developing a, a positive sphere of influence between each other. They had a, uh, they have to listen to a podcast before they come to work, something that is a positive uplifting so that when they get to work, they're in that right mindset. They have book clubs where they're getting together before work so they don't have to spend it during work so they can focus, but where they're going over materials of what they're learning, how they're growing, becoming better people. And uh, that's that's on that flip side, right? You have that mopey guy over there, but you also have amazing people that are building others, right, that are trying to... To push themselves and others around them. Well, and, and it makes it makes sense that it happens too, right? Because if I'm if I'm that mopey guy, if I'm that negative guy, uh, I what I want is validation. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to hear that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I might need to hear that. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing is you got a group of guys, the honey badgers, that hold each other accountable, right? They have specific things that they expect of each other, and if you are that mopey guy you know you can depend on your sphere of influence to let you get past that. But now, hey, it's time to get back on the horse. Let's get going. Yep. And that's bled over into your team, Travis, right? I've seen it in your team where you guys are doing book, book so, clubs. Or- yeah, because of what they, they did up there, uh, one of our guys, Kyle, was really motivated to start something in our store called uh, AWD Club, which is Attitude, Work Ethic, and Dream. And, and it has been very transformative. And that's one of those things where you you can't afford to be that mopey guy. You want to be that guy that's like, okay, these guys are growing. Okay, I, I got to stay with the pack. What, what am I going to be doing to grow? What did I do? What could I have done better in that situation? And that, that mindset totally changes. But you got to have that in you to, to realize you got to change it. Well, as a new person in sales or just someone in sales in general, how do I recognize whether or not somebody is a positive influence to me uh, versus someone that's a negative influence. Sometimes we we can't see because we're in it. So how do I recognize uh, that? I think the first part of that, and Travis, if uh, let me know if you think I'm, I'm right, is the first part is understanding that you actually have control over that, is being like, I can actually choose whether I let it affect me or not, right? Because there might be some relationships with just a simple nudge of, Hey, I really want to focus on this. I, I, it, this is really taking me down. That that person will just be like, "Oh, I agree." So it's not necessarily the person; it's just the actions at that time. Exactly. You're right? exactly right. It, it, because it takes one person to say, "Let's start going this way," and a lot of times, most people will go, "Yeah, I agree. Let's start. Let's let's head another direction." Well, and uh, I, I also want to to say. Uh, that I don't think it's it's necessarily just that we need to focus on positivity in a sphere of influence, right? Because can a positive sphere of influence still be negative if it's not if, helping you to grow? Yeah, if it's not helping you grow and it's just it's just positivity for positive sake, right. sure. Um, because sometimes you need that feedback. You need that friend that goes, 
that's dumb. You're being dumb, right? <laughs> um, so, and I think what you mean by by positive is that is corrective or or growth feedback. Right. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You got to have that healthy conflict. Oh, that's an Oliver term. Oh, healthy love, conflict. I love me some conflict. Now, there's one thing, and I say this all the time: the best therapist is a friend. Um, I've got friends. Uh, I've got one close friend that I that uh, on a regular basis I climb with, and I I call him my therapist because when we get out and go, he has the ability to to see me for who I am, and he'll call out my bullcrap. Right. So if if I'm not thinking right, he'll just be like, "No, you're dumb. Think this way." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Um, but he'll also be a shoulder to lean on when I'm like, hey, I'm struggling through these things, but he's there to build me and not just like you were saying, be an echo chamber to just validate my nonsense. So if you think about a sphere of influence as a literal sphere and you're at the center of it, you've got people looking at your blind spots. Mm -hmm. You have people who can I see like your that. blind spots, right? Yeah, that's huge. And, and on that same note, you can be that guy with those people if, if it's you're not going in a direction you want where you're the change. You're the change for that, those people in that sphere, right? And that starts breeding off of, breeding into more than what it is as well. Uh, here, let me ask you this. Do you think negative spheres of influence expand faster than f positive ones? Absolutely. I, I, I think it's so easy to get sucked into negativity. Okay, so they might expand faster. Which ones do you think become bigger? It, that's what I was going to say. I think it's a lot more shallow if you go down yeah. that road. And it's, it is that you, you move on, you move past it because that's not who we are as humans. We want to grow. We want to do better. You might have that moment. And if you have somebody there, that echoing chamber, it feels really good in the moment, but it's not long lasting. It's, it's short. Well, yeah, a negative sphere of influence, I feel like happens naturally a positive sphere of influence you have to cultivate. You, you have to build it. The, what's amazing about a positive is that I agree, the negative will move faster, but it'll collapse sooner. The positive is harder to get going, but when you do, the growth of it is like a flywheel. Once you get that flywheel spinning, it's actually hard to be like, let's slow this thing down. You can't slow it down. Why? Because there's so many people vested in saying, Let's move this all forward. Um, and, and I feel like a, a positive serial influence really expands exponentially as, as you continue to push it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So how do I understand how I cut people out if, if they are being that negative person? Or, man, hopefully I'm not being that negative person to others. But how do you recognize... If it is time to cut somebody out so that you can move on. One thing that, that I always tell all new salespeople is I say, hey, you're going to get advice from everybody. I, I had a sales guy on one of my very first law walks tell me, hey, uh, they're going to tell you you're going to make all this money, but this is the most I've ever made and that's, that's never going to happen. And obviously it wasn't true for me. But you got to look at the sales board. You got to look at where people are on the sales board. And I think that's the same thing in every other spot of life, right? Where is this person in their life? Where are they going? Is this, is this in the direction that I want to head or is this opposite? And you, it's really simple. You just look at their lives. It's or their work or whatever it might be that you're trying to, to better yourself. And, and, let me, and let me caution, you know, when we say cut off, there are times that it's just straight up you need to make a decision back. Hey, you know what? I, I'm not going to do this anymore. But most of the time, 
when we say cut off, it's pay less attention to, right? It's, it's not that because sometimes that person might need you, but you're not going to give them the attention until they become positive, until they join where you want to go. You're just going to say, you know what, whatever, I'm going to move on and not necessarily cut them off because they could eventually become one of the best advocates because they took themselves just like anybody is from a negative moving to a growth mindset. Well, and I, I think it's probably important too to, if if you have, if you find yourself in a place where you have cultivated a good positive sphere of influence, maybe it's a good idea to repay that to somebody yeah. who, who maybe needs it. Somebody who has been uh, in, in a negative sphere of your own before and help them out and get them to a better place. Be that positive influence for them. You don't have to let them influence you, but you can absolutely be an influence on their lives. Yeah. That's huge. No, no, I love it. Uh, uh, Travis, do we have an action item for this week? Yeah. So pick five people, the five people you, you associate with the most and pay attention to your next conversations with them over the next three days and just see how they make you feel and how you think you're making them feel. Is it, are you guys moving in the direction for growth or are you, are you sitting in stagnation? And if, if you are sitting in stagnation, it's time to, to make a change so that you can help your sphere of influence and you, you all grow and everything becomes uh, a little bit easier and a little bit better. All right. I love it. So time for Tim's copious notes. We are talking about the sphere of influence. Uh, now, these are the people that you have decided to surround yourself with. Your perception is absolutely your reality. What you perceive is your reality. Um, and we're gonna we're looking at uh, spheres of influence in terms of negative and positive. But what we really need to look at there is the net impact that those uh, people have on your lives, because we pick up the habits of the people that we spend the most amount of time around, and it's really easy to get swept up by our surroundings, uh, by those people's habits. Uh, and just by their personalities as well. Um, it's important to cultivate your sphere of influence because you don't have separate spheres, right? Your work life and your home life will bleed into each other. One is going to affect the other uh, always. There's no avoiding that. Um, look at the people that you work with. The person at work who has a lot of time to spend with you is likely not a person that you want influencing you. You want to look for those people who are uh, absolutely hard workers and who are working towards growth. A good sphere of influence is one of accountability. We need to hold each other accountable. We need to push each other to grow. Uh, you've got to have healthy conflict in a good sphere of influence. Uh, as Oliver puts it, the best therapist is a friend because they're going to see your blind spot. And if we're looking at that sphere of influence as a literal sphere, we want to make sure that we've got people who are going to see our blind spots. And we want to make sure that we're seeing the blind spots of the people who's, uh, who, who we're currently influencing. Um, negative spheres are going to move a lot faster, but they're going to collapse a lot sooner. Positive spheres are going to take a lot longer to get going, but they're going to expand exponentially. So the way that we want to go about cultivating a good sphere of influence is to identify the net impact that the people in your life have on you. Uh, are they in a place that you want to be? Are they helping you to grow in a good direction? So uh, we just want to make sure that we're cultivating a good, positive sphere of influence. And we want to pay that back as well. Uh, if you've got people uh, who maybe have been negative uh, in a negative sphere of influence of yours uh, and you find yourself in a good sphere, pay that back. Be a positive influence on them. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, guys. Yeah, this has been great. So uh, if you're listening, uh, we absolutely appreciate it. 
make sure to leave us a review on iTunes, give us some stars, give us some feedback. We would absolutely love that, and we would benefit a great deal from it. If you do have questions for us or ideas for future podcasts, send us an email at podcast at youngcoe.com. And of course, get this podcast in front of your friends, your family, your loved ones, people in your sphere of influence, uh, anybody who could benefit from uh, listening to a podcast like this. All right, guys. Incredible really work. It. Thank you. you. All have a good one. We'll see you next time. <laughs>